0: You know, all morning long, those idiots at ABC have been saying. I mean, it's like, it's like a script for the, the woman reads it one time, the guy reads it the other time, where they say, to win over the moderate voters, that Donald Trump has no chance of, of winning. And I'm like, who the hell are you to say whether he has a chance of winning the moderate voters? I don't know. Yesterday, I'm seeing some BLM organizer. Where was that? In Rhode Island? I didn't know they had a big BLM movement in Rhode Island. But this black guy who who says that he's one of the leaders of BLM, I would go verify it. He says he's endorsing Trump. So I don't think of a I don't think it's a reporter's place. And remember, I'm not a reporter anymore. I'm a talk show host now. So I have a different ethical and professional responsibility in this chair than gary does in his chair and that i used to have when i was a reporter out on the streets um i don't think it's a reporter's place to say oh donald trump couldn't possibly win this are you doing analysis and if you are why should i listen to you you know most of these people they don't don't know a damn thing they don't know they've never worked on a campaign they're in their 20s or 30s maybe in their 40s they may have a degree from some ivy league school um but that's it. You know, they don't they're just repeating what they've been told and they do it they they get hired because they have a nice voice and they're effective at communications, but that's it. They don't they don't know anything. They didn't work in the congress, they didn't work on a campaign, they've not been a um policy analyst in, on on a state level or something and they don't bring anything to the table other than in, in television good looks and A decent voice and they can read the teleprompter so I when I just irked me all morning long these people who have said Donald Trump can't win the moderate vote I don't know look I don't know if Donald Trump can win Um, and I am an analyst and I have worked on campaigns and I did work for a former president and I was the communications director for US senator and I was the head of communications at the US Chamber of Commerce so forgive me I'm actually gonna tell you what I think I think it's possible he could win I think it's going to be tough, but I think it's possible he could win. And see, when I hear that from the reporters, I'm like, you guys are pushing a narrative here. You, you're not – this is not an honest analysis. This, you're pushing a narrative. And, you know, it's, why is it that it's always the narrative that is against what I believe? <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing. You know, it's, it's like the narrative that we heard for so long about the statue situation. Remember, oh, what we put in public spaces tells a lot about who we idolize and what we value. So the statues, these, these really controversial Confederate statues, as if, as if statuary around the world is just supposed to make you feel good. I mean, like, put up Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck, because that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy about your childhood. You know, nobody who's ever had to make a tough decision... Uh, Nobody who's ever made a controversial decision, nobody's made a decision where people died in political leadership should be put up anymore. It's just cartoon characters that we think are funny or amusing, right? But we were lied to. The narrative was take the statues down. They can be in museums and in battlefields and in cemeteries. That's where we can put these statues. That's where it's appropriate We're the reasonable ones, even though we're acting like the Taliban. We're the reasonable ones. They are all liars. They lied over and over, and they seduced a lot of you because you don't like slavery. I agree with you. I don't like slavery. I hope that if I had been alive in the 1860s, I would have been one of the people on the talk show circuit at the time speaking against slavery. I mean, I don't know. Hard for me to go back to that period of time and prove it, but I I take some pretty controversial stands here that make everybody mad with me. So I think I got more credibility to make that claim than most of the people who just kind of go along with the, the public sentiment now. Uh, you know, you better check yourself if you think you're so self-righteous today that you would have made the obvious choice back in 1860 about the slavery issue, about Civil War. In Richmond... The statues are still – the statues that were Monument Avenue, they're not in the Black History Museum. They're sitting down by the toilet water place, the the wastewater treatment plant, rotting. This statuary that is world-renowned, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a Richmonder. The best sculptors in the world did this artwork – And we let LeVar Stoney and the crazy Taliban-esque Democrats destroy everything that tells a story, whether you like it or not, about what actually happened here. And now it's sitting down by the toilet water place. And something may be about to happen in Arlington National Cemetery with this remarkable uh, sculpture called the Reconciliation Statue, sculpted by a a preeminent Jewish sculptor back when they probably weren't really open-minded about Jews doing anything like this. Moses Ezekiel. And, and the federal government's about to tear this thing down. However, there may be l- one last-ditch effort to stop the continued destruction. And my colleague, uh, the vice chairman of the group, the Virginia Council, which you know we started, what, two years ago when Glenn Youngkin got elected, uh, Dr. Ann McLean is with us this morning, and Ann, I really appreciate you coming on. What What is this last ditch effort to try to stop this destruction? Good
1: morning, John. Thank you so much for having oh, me back. Absolutely, on. yeah. What a show you have had, uh, Matt Strickland and G. Van Sweet. Great job. But yeah, the- you're going to be with
0: G. on Saturday, aren't you? At the
1: absolutely. At the tea I wouldn't party? miss it. Good. She okay. The truth. She is telling the truth about this. Uh, Maoist Cultural Revolution that we are in now,
0: and this is and one of the ways it exposes itself is the destruction of art that is not liked by the the uh, intellectuals.
1: Absolutely, and getting rid of the four olds. You, you look at the destruction of history, the eradication of history mm-hmm. that's going on. It's very much what happened in uh, you know in China. So we we really have to uh, get behind as much as we can to preserve this amazing magnum opus by by Moses Ezekiel, and he lies underneath it. So this, this opens up all our cemeteries to precedent. Do we really want that? People within the sound of my voice, if you can give anything to this fight, I, I really urge you to, because once these things are down, this is unmitigatable. This is destroyed once it's taken away well, from the cemetery. That's, that's
0: one of the key things here, and I'm proud of the Virginia Council because we've started this legal fund to try to stop the destruction of artwork. And and instead of us going out in the middle of the night with black masks on and smashing people's windows and harassing the people we don't like and you know threatening to kill them and their families the way BLM and Antifa did – we're taking it into the courts, and a group um, mm-hmm. is doing the same thing with the Reconciliation Statue. And so has there actually been a request for an injunction filed? Yeah. Fill, fill me in on that. There was a
1: preliminary injunction filed on the 21st of November
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, to prevent the Department of Defense and the U.S. Army from removing this monument. And the reason that was filed then is there were two events that happened. Okay. Um, I guess 1st, November 3rd, the Army opted out of their regulatory hurdle. It was, um, they had said, according to their own rules, that they had to do an environmental policy, you know, um, EIA, you know, to A look study. at the and, and NEPA study, mm-hmm. yes, and then they, which takes in, you know, the area of uh, effect, potential effect, and how it's going to affect the cemetery and Memorial Bridge and you know, just that whole corridor, well, they've broken their own rules and said, now, oh, i'm sorry, we're not going to do that and so that's well, how convenient a for them, huh? Thing. yeah, and then the second thing was on November sixteenth, there was a briefing of the Commission of Fine arts, and and the army revealed their removal plan, the truck route, uh, how they 're going to do it so this this is also backwards they're supposed to get consulting parties. We the people hold the power here in America. That's the problem. It's it's been co-opted by people that really do not have the people's will at heart. And ninety nine point nine percent of the people across our nation, and their polls done in Florida and here in Virginia, um, that were actually given to Yunkin and Niaris that said. Look, don't tear this stuff down. Don't touch this stuff. You know it's history. We need it. We need our children and grandchildren to be able to understand what really happened. This is truth. And by the way, it's an integrated monument. And I have black friends that love this and have given talks up there and understand that the imagery around the drum is a is a real thing. The South. There were many free blacks. There were people helping each other.
0: Again, the whole point was reconciliation, if I understand it was correctly. So, so you got mindset. these people who, a, I, I don't know about you. I'm tired of being lied to. You know, I'm tired of being lied to, and this is going in. This is the one thing that was supposed to be off limits is going into cemeteries and digging digging up dead bodies and disrupting cemeteries. I mean, that used to be kind of a uh, a principle. Of Western civilization is you let the you know rest in peace, let the dead lie, uh, don't speak ill of the dead. Which you know, if you're a political figure, of course you're going to speak ill or praise of the person, but you leave them alone in their final resting place. And so this is a this is a real shift in attitude. And now they're going to take the rules and regulations, these environmental studies that they routinely use to stop uh, development of of uh, oil refinery plants and things like that they routinely stop anything for economic development with these environmental studies but they're just going to skip over it oh hell no hell no
1: they're fast tracking it and that's where congress by their own error passed the congressional naming commission they didn't look into it it was the 370th resolution in an omnibus bill I do not think that we want our representatives to have a malice purge of everything Confederate. So they're they the word Confederate too. By the way, in the Bible, Genesis fourteen thirteen, the word a confederate with Abram meant you you loved God and you followed Abraham. And
0: they're coming so, after. Oh, they're yeah. coming after the Korean War veterans next, the Vietnam War veterans. You wait. If you if you're proud of your grandfather's service in World War II, and I had two grandparents, two grandfathers who served in World War II, uh they're gonna try to vilify them in death too because of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You just wait. These bastards are coming after these people. And I'm so proud of uh Save Arlington and
1: yeah, defend
0: Arlington. And uh, and the, the team at the Virginia Council for trying to stand up against this in a civilized fashion, getting it into court. Anne McLean, Doctor Anne McLean, the noted art historian, I appreciate you flagging this, and we'll stay on Thank it you. through December. I hope stay you can business. stop it. We
1: need help. We need money. So please, people, donate. Defend and this Arlington. Is a weaponization, weaponizing yeah. the military against our debt—it's unthinkable. It's monstrous. And we, if this comes down, I don't think I ever can believe that Governor Yunkin or Attorney General Miaris are really on our side. They can stop this. An opinion could be issued by the Attorney General. And Julie Langan, the head of the, the SHPO for the Department of Historic Resources, is key to this case.
0: And well, they, they all need this. to speak up pretty loudly because it's about to they happen. Do. And once it's done, it's done. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Dr. McLean, I appreciate it very much. It's Thank 849. So much. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.